Hello, and welcome back to the Vicky Justin Podcast. Oh my god, I already messed up. Did we get to take three? Did we get to take three? Do we just will take one we out of No, 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 no. This is, you want to keep it? You want to keep it? it. He right. set us up to the wrong scene getting into this. I did that. Know. That won't make it. See, that I have might. to put this out there because that's not going to make it in. But me stumbling over my words on my first take is going to make it in. The, so pa- like, the patrons will. The patrons get it. The patrons get the full raw audio file. They get we'll everything. See. So they'll see. they'll see that, you know, nothing's perfect here. But no, please continue. What were you saying? Oh, I was saying welcome back to the Baker's Just Podcast, <laughs> your favorite podcast hosted by Young Yona and Drew NG. We are currently on episode 11. And if you understand the world of cooking and what a Baker's Dozen is, that's 13. Means we're. we're oh, for a minute, close. I was like, no, you just said 11. <laughs> no, we're, we're getting pretty close to the end of season one. We are. Two more. Two more babies coming through. Two more nice little little uh, Timbits to wrap up our our dozen or bacon. Can I, can, I, can I share a story? Because you mentioned Timbits, and that you have to. Okay, so <laughs> for for the viewers who have not graciously gone past the borders about Central New York, there's a place called Tim Hortons. It's like Canadian Dunkin' Donuts, but it's like awesome. So we went to school out in Western New York, and when I was like younger, my my folks would be like, "Oh, we'll send you like a little Tim Hortons gift card." Oh, which is like, which was really sweet. And I was like, "Guys, I have like a meal plan. I have to like <laughs> we'll do that money." And they just like kept sending them. So I graduated. I leave Western New York. I have about eighty dollars in Tim Hortons gift cards. You didn't tell me. We I have about just- eighty dollars of Tim Hortons <sighs> gift cards now. I went to Buffalo for the first time. Oh, okay. since I graduated to go to that wedding I talked about, I forgot. Oh. My, they, I took them out of my wallet. I forgot no. them. So I got like I got like Tim Tim Hortons for breakfast every day I was there, and I couldn't use my gift cards for it. They're just sitting mocking me at home. Have so you I ever? Took them, I, I took them out of my um wallet. Why do I need four Tim Hortons gift cards when I live nowhere <laughs> near one? I mean, that's a that's a valid point. Have you ever heard that term? You fumbled the bag. I fumbled is, the bag. That is that is the bag being straight up intercepted and then fucking forty yard return. Yeah. I, I Mark was... Sanchez butt fumbled it, you know. <laughs> Mark Sanchez butt fumbled. We got any sport ball fans out in this bitch? Shout out, shout out to Jake. Jake's a Jets fan. Let's go. What up, Jake? But uh, today is still a very special episode, not because you know it's it's the return, it's the start of twenty twenty two. You know, we we do have two episodes left in the Baker's dozen, but um, you we're know, you we're we're making we're making some moves here. Not because you can find us on Spotify still exclusively only through Spotify uh, as one of the best uh, non melee based uh, podcasts on Spotify, uh, or subscribing to the, the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Baker's dozen, uh, but also. We got a motherfucking sponsor for today's episode, and uh, that sponsor is coming at you fresh from the homies down at a spiff space. If you don't know them, you never heard of them, prepare to fucking learn about them. They are the top tier, high quality, high fashion gaming. I, I said fashion already, but designers and and just personnel that are killing the game. Killing the game with some of the nicest clothing. You see this? You see I this saw shirt? that shirt on there too. You I was looking this around. Shirt? This shirt, soft 
as hell. I don't have another shirt on under this because normally I wear sweaters under all my shirts in the form of body hair. So this resting against my my supple chest feels incredible. I have a donut tee in the back. You've seen me wear it on a past episode. And I have the the turtleneck from, I, I want to say, Attack on Titan. Again, top qual goods, top qual performance. You want to be a good gamer? You got to dress like a not gross gamer. <laughs> I guess I and this starts with Spiff Space. You want to get yourself some beautiful, beautiful. And I, I can't, Drew, what's the word I just used there? I, I, I want to say beautiful. Beautiful, Dad. Beautiful clothing and get your merch game up. You're going to need to head on over to spiff.space. Got a lot of amazing clothing, as I've said a million times now. A lot of great merchandise. And you can stock up on your own today and exclusively through Baker's Dozen listeners. Y'all get an exclusive promo code. Drew, what's that promo code? The Baker's Dozen. Just Baker's Dozen. Just Baker's, Baker's Dozen. dozen. B-A-K-E-R-S-D-O-Z-E-N at checkout. Get 10%. Not one, not two, not 13, but 10% off any order from the website. You can get the snapbacks. You can get the Oni bomber jackets. You can get a freaking face mask, bruh. 10% off your whole order. Code Baker's Dozen at checkout. Use it and let them know who sent you. Shout outs to the gods that, you know, they, they've been supporting us since day one. And now we're all here to get together, support each other. So this episode and probably episodes to come down the future now, I guess, <laughs> just sponsored by Spiff. So big, big shout outs to the homies there. Wanted to get that out uh, bright and early because I thought that was dope. You know, that's cool. Yeah, you you had you had reached out and you're like, hey, we got we got a we got a we got a code. I was like. <laughs> We, we we have it like that. We got it like we that. Have we have it like that. We got a code. We got a code, baby. Baker's dozen at checkout. Make sure you use that shit. It was it was great. I mean, like whoever I want to say it is Spiff who like runs the the Twitter for their account. I mean, I've been in DMs with him before, um, and we've had conversations a bunch of times. I think um, uh, I think back when I was even doing like the bakery. Um, we might have had like conversations and things like that. I think I talked to them at the time about maybe even like potential uh, like collaborations, things like that. I mean, they do donut shit. Like how? Yeah. How can I not? Yeah, there's a lot of not? that. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how I could not, you know, try and talk to them about some things. So it's been it's been a pleasure getting to work with them. They're awesome people too. Um, there's photos actually of me from Pound the Pound tournament that I went to Pound 2019, I think. Oh, uh, there's photos of me up at like front row while they were like setting up and my friends were just playing like uh, friendlies and I think I was hungover, <laughs> but I'm just sitting in the front row and I'm wearing the the bomber jacket I have from them uh, yeah. and I'm just like sitting there and some guy took a photo of me and there's a photo. I'm just sitting there like this, just kind of like, nice. like just just staring at the camera because I didn't know who the hell this guy was just taking photos, yeah. but I was just like, I'm a do a very generic model ask but like give him a look give him a look give him a little a little taste of it but this is by far my favorite thing oh by far it's it's a little naruto reference were you ever a naruto fan are you an anime even remotely you don't strike me not not at all yeah you you don't strike me as that here's 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 the thing i 
I don't consume a lot of that media. When I was a kid, when I was younger, I watched TV a mm-hmm. lot. And then I went to college. Yeah. I mean, this isn't an excuse for anime, but like I stopped watching TV because I like didn't ha- I didn't have the same cable. Right. And I couldn't like record shows like I would do at home. Oh, you were and a DVR boy. The DVR boy. Or is <laughs> a watching or me and like me and my older brother watching Breaking Bad. Okay. Like going I into his room. show. I was so the so over over break. Mm-hmm. I like I don't know what caused me to. I didn't rewatch all of Breaking Bad, but I just like rewatched like top clips from each season. Okay. But okay. like hours and hours and hours and like behind the scenes. Ooh. And like I was like, oh my god. I like I like got it was like 2013 again, and it was like mm-hmm. just as Breaking Bad ended, and I wanted to get more. Mm-hmm. So did, I think I'm did gonna, you I'm, did you ever play that app on? Because you have an iPhone, right? I do. Did you ever play that app Quiz Up? Do you yeah. remember that? You never heard of that? That was like I don't think so. I want to say that was back maybe when I was even in like high school or maybe early college years. Quiz Up was like this game. It had millions, I think, of like topics, right? Ranging mm-hmm. from like science and molecular engineering, you know, like science shit, all the way down to like blues clues. Right. Like anything was on here. And I think a lot of the questions, (laughs) the answer is Steve. Uh, Green shirt, shirt, one (laughs) stripe, bald. Uh, They just had like, I think it was like user generated questions. Um, I might be wrong about this, but the questions were all based on whatever your topic was. So Breaking Bad had a topic in Mm -hmm. Quiz Up. Like it was one where you select it. Yeah. And essentially what you do is it's you versus one person, 10 questions. The faster you answer the question, the more points you get. And then okay. by the end, whoever has the most points wins. And okay. of course, if you get it wrong, you know, you're just out. I think like you, you just didn't get points. So you got zero yeah. um, for that round. And there's 10 rounds. So I played that for Breaking Bad and I was number two in New York for breaking bad and number 26 in the world for breaking bad i i was so good and then fell off i just i just fucking sucked that's i I became (laughs) i l kinged plus ratio i lost so many times and i just gave up because like people started memorizing the questions and i just that's funny that yeah. like like very obscure like oh I did really well at this very obscure thing. He's always like, he's always it's like fun. fun. <laughs> like you like I don't know. Do you you don't you you still don't have the world record? You had like it was like a very obscure Undertale. Um, in hard right? mode, yeah. So speedrun.com, Undertale. Oh god, um, little things like that. Like always are funny like there's this there's this game and is is not a good game but it mm-hmm. was like it's i don't know i don't know if in like meme passing it's every type of this random game tadpole trouble tadpole trouble <laughs> no but now i'm googling that while this it's pulls like, up it's like such a corny like little goofy game and you like there's like little fish that you have to like escort home and it like goes on like a music <laughs> staff and that's how oh, i see you travel on you have to like Hit the hit the button like to the beat of like different things and move it up and down. Okay. Like it's like not super well made. Mm-hmm. But for some reason I was like, this is like my like it's like cutesy, like some some humor in some of the songs. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna play this game. And I like completely like a hundred percented the game and like did everything. 
uh-huh. kind of like the S ranks and all of this. And then I was like, I'm just gonna like try to get like better scores in this. <laughs> like this random thing. I was like, I have the fourth best score for one of these things. Oh <laughs> like, my God. This random game, Tadpole Trouble, probably a thousand people have never only a thousand people I've have ever, like, never heard even of heard of it. Yeah. The, oh my the guy the guy who made it, I like uh-huh. knew him from like a Bitfinity. He like makes like YouTube videos and things too. Mm-hmm. So like I saw his like name on like a YouTube video and was like, wait a minute, this is that same dude. That's funny. Also, no, I have second place now for hard Hi. mode. Hard mode 1.02 plus. I have four, uh, second place with my record being set four years ago. Four years ago. And then silver, shout outs to them. Uh, they got it a year ago. They took the world record from me. But it's funny to think that there are still people that just got bored and still have run this category. Like there's two runs that I'm seeing. No, three three runs from over a year ago, one from just three months ago, two from a month ago, another from three, one from six. Like people still even run the meme category just to like that's get fun. a score on the board. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Out of the 28 people, I'll take second place. Fuck yeah. There you go. I'll, I'll get you silver one day when I feel like caring. But that's so funny. Anyway, because we have not even remotely addressed anything. Uh, I mean, we could start by just still talking about the holiday because today's today's a chiller one. You know, there's not there's not that much crazy news to go into just yet. But I mean, we have some things we want to talk about. And I guess starting with the holiday. I mean, you have any exciting news about that? Anything fun? Anything? Anything wacky, wild you want to share about your your holiday? (laughs) I, I I've hit. I've hit adulthood. You have. I've hit adulthood. What makes you say that? <laughs> my 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 collection of Christmas gifts I got I received this year. Okay. My big gift I got a car starter, like a remote starter for my car, so I can like turn. So it like on. when you're not there. Yeah. So I can like heat up my car. Before. You can just buy those. I yeah, thought that. Yeah. So like my car didn't come with it. It was like. My my dad got it for me, and yeah, like they installed, they like bought it through Best Buy. It was just a pain in the butt, but I could tell you more about that later. And then um, they installed it for free. It's like a free installation. Oh, those are kind of pricey. Damn, they those are, are that's sick. Yeah. Damn. But like that was big, and like my other thing that I was really excited for was like um, a medium sized skillet, so I can make different dishes. <laughs> I, am, I have this. I am there with you, man. I am in this like weird like this is this is my first like real full time job and I'm making like pretty good money, right? But I'm not used to like I'm not used to like making money, so I'm not I'm like smart with my money. I'm not just like buying whatever I want, right? And my my mom was talking to me one day. She's like, "We're like just checking in. You're not like going through all your money, right? You're not <laughs> just like you're not just like burning. You broke. It. You broke, bitch, huh? <laughs> and we were talking and. We were we were at like Christmas tree store. There's we some store, mm-hmm. and I was looking at I was looking for a cheese grater because I hadn't bought a cheese grater, a new one. I had like a dollar store one that was gone. Oh, okay. I was, like... I was like I was like well they're like expensive. Why? And I was like in my head I'm like they're like gonna be fifteen dollars or something. I was like I don't need to buy that. I'll be fine. <laughs> and we get there it was like three dollars. I'm like yeah. 
I'm like, I've been waiting like that's a two steal. Like, using this shitty thing, and I was like, and then she like asked me again. I was like, guys, I didn't buy a three dollar cheese grater because I thought it was ten. I think I'm handling oh my, my money God. okay. You're doing great. You you're <laughs> over fearing yeah, right now. I, like I'm getting like kitchen supplies. I like made wonderful hamburger helper with that skillet. Oh my God. Like made some other stuff. It's nice. <laughs> that's what about sick. you? How was your it, holiday? Well, mine was mine was good. Uh, we got a rice cooker in terms of uh, and things like that. We have an instant pot that um, Callie's great at using for for like certain like uh, shredded chicken or like steaming veggies and things like that. There's so much that you can use those things for. Shout outs to instant pots if they want to sponsor us next. Uh, <laughs> they're they're fucking dope. Um, I think we use them for like every recipe that we do because we do our meal preps throughout the week. Yeah. Um, I've been getting into meal prepping a lot more. It's so helpful. It's Just nice. have your shit ready to go. Um, but as far as like any any like crazy special gifts and things like that, um, my goal of this year, funny enough, like uh, if you remember, like you just said there, you're like, you know, I, I know I'm reaching adulthood because of the type of presents that I'm getting. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, getting clothes sucked to me. But now I was just it's like, the best. I, I literally think... 90% of the gifts I got this year were were clothing and I like um, I got I got two dress shirts from from Callie's aunts actually I got two more from Callie I got a new tur- I got like two turtlenecks um a pair of dress pants and then like this red suit coat and red suit pants Ooh. like they're burgundy they look so nice, nice. um we go out on the town with those we're probably gonna wear it for like valentine's day you know like have a little Ooh, a little yeah. bit of a little bit of flair to it you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying what and then you? did i get like i'm trying to really think as far as like um all that all that much else um we fuck i i'm like my brain is already like somewhat shut off we went to uh we went out to buffalo actually we went to the falls so Callie could see the 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 Niagara Falls. So we went there. We went to the uh, the Seneca Resort and Casino. We did okay. gambling there. That was fun. We actually doubled our money, which is nice. Hey, look at um, that, dude! Roulette. Shoutouts to my younger brother Luke. Um, did you ever meet him? I don't think you did. I don't know. I might have like once when I stayed at your house. Oh, that's right. You might have met him once, but um, he's like crazy good at gambling. You stayed at my house a couple times, I think, like twice, maybe. Maybe just once. I was sick and just didn't once. make it out to the next. <sighs> That's right. One. That yeah, is the, correct. Whatever the small. See me on small. My yes. Uh, he got crazy good at like gambling with poker and stuff like that. So I was like, "Oh, we're gonna be going out to the casino." He's like, "Oh, play roulette." I'm like, "Why roulette?" Just like I don't know. Every now and again, I guess I would play where I'll just put like half on black and just hope. And he's like, "No, no, no." make special numbers and put your money on special numbers. So Callie and I were like, okay, so what are going to be numbers for us? Because the minimum buy-in is 15. So you have to put down a minimum of 15 on the board, right? You Have you played roulette before or not? I've heard a little bit about it. I've not played. Okay. So there's like a bunch of numbers, one through 36. There's a zero and a double zero. Those are individual. One through 36 are skewed between black and red. Um, there's different areas of the board you can put chips down, but when you go primary in the middle, like where the the one to thirty six are, instead of picking a category, you have to stay there. 
pretty much. So, or you have to match that gamble, that bet to your category bet. So if I put 15 on black, I have to still put 15 in the middle. If I want to do both, I can't do like seven and seven. You see what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so instead of doing just like a half and half on like black or red or on like, uh, on like first section, second section, third section, any of that, we just pick numbers. So we were like, okay, we're going to do three for March because that's our birthday month. We're both in March. We're both fish. Um, we're going to do one for the hell of it. We're going to do 13 because that's her. Um, that's one of her favorite numbers. We're going to do 19 because that's my birthday. So now we had four. And then the fifth one, I think we just chose like fucking 26 or something like that. Just randomly. First spin. Three chips per number, by the way. So whatever we roll, it's if it lands on one of those, it's 36 times however many chips we put down. So we put three. So that's 105, um, I think. Or no, times 35. Sorry. So 35, 70, 105. So first spin hits 26. And we're just like, whoa. Did we? Because then the dude's like gathering the chips together. Granted, they're all in ones. But like when when someone just fucking like <laughs> double handed shoves chips your way you're like this was pretty fun so stayed doing that for a little bit um we saw the falls she tried um she tried the timbits and uh she liked them she tried a uh i got one of their they got like a chicken salad sandwich now which was fire so i got that and then she had like a one of the wraps you remember the chipotle chicken wrap that's yeah. still that's still fucking tight. Um, and then that was really it. We didn't go down to like New York City or anything because, of course, fucking COVID spikes. Like, did you <laughs> did you happen to watch the we'll, we'll get into the COVID. So I um watched I was at a friend's house, just like three of us. And yeah. they had a COVID like New York Times Square Square had like a YouTube webcast. No. What? And it was so bad. <laughs> it was happened? like it was like two. There was like no one there because COVID cases in New York City are like crazy, scary. rampant. Yeah, it was like twenty two thousand deaths. Like the yeah, the first like, few days after Christmas. Yeah. Um. And it was imagine three hours of. One person performing three different times, mm-hmm. like a probably like a C list like singer was their main act. Mm-hmm. Um, they had this other like vocal group that usually plays for like veterans that was like very not good, <laughs> and no. the rest of the three hours was alternating between two different people going back and forth interviewing people in the crowd and it's like hey i'm like mary from kansas and i decided to go to new york city this december how much you want to bet every single one of them have covid now like at least 80 to 90 percent of them have i mean i mean they only they said there was only like 15k people at Times Square That's this year. Still so many. It's still a lot, but I mean, isn't it like it's like got to be like tens of thousands normally. 
Oh yeah. No, it has to be. Here I'm not is... seeing enough movement, dude. I'm, I'm just seeing not... enough movement, you know? There's I think enough people out there to move. <laughs> there was only fifteen hundred. I think I saw Ninja fucking tweeted that out. He was just like, I'm yeah. not seeing enough movement, y'all. It's like, damn, Ninja, you're really out here, ain't you? But yeah, yeah, those those COVID spikes are just fucking wild. Like So and and COVID throws wrenches into plant into different plans, and one mm-hmm. of those is the Panda Kickstarter. Oh, that was nice. That was a good Thank transition. So, that was good. We talked a couple weeks ago um, about Panda, the Kickstarter, um, different stuff with that, and... Kind of about, like, controllers in general, for the yeah. most part. Yeah. And we had talked a lot about that, and we had both actually mentioned that we had both not, at this time, purchased the Kickstarter. Right, and we were kind of waiting to see what was actually going on. More and, insight, more reviews, all that. And yeah. Panda came out, and they said, "Hey, um, due to COVID, some of our um, mass producers and places we get through things in like China are like backed up, and we have no idea when we're gonna get parts. We like might get parts at some time next year." But then that's when we get to finally start doing things. And they're like, there's absolutely no shot we'll make the December 22 date, which is already like a very long time for something like this. And they're like, I mean, they had raised hundreds of thousands of dollars already. No, they they raised two mil. Millions, didn't they? Two mil, yeah. yeah. Two, and they were like, ones. hey, at this point, we like don't feel comfortable just holding this money, not knowing how long this is going to go. So, so they just they nuked it and then everyone got their money back. So and that's something I kind of want to touch on here, because number one, got to give respect where it's due. And I think that was probably one of the best. The right yeah, that was by far one of the best things I've seen from any esports company in a long ass time. Like if there's a if there's a t- uh, a tier list at all for plunders or failures or just like shit happening in esports right like Mm -hmm. there's there's what like the um oh my god like the the companies that like m2k was a part of like p4k and all the the like money schemes that like Mm -hmm. other esports companies have done funders or something yeah 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 there was was a there was a bunch of shit that's happened within esports and like a lot of blunders and bullshit so to see Panda Be this go, yeah. they, you know, straightforward, all the information's out there. I I was under the wrong impression for a while because I didn't get the time to look into it. I only saw that refunds were being given out. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like I imagined, it's, a, it's another Kickstarter failure bullshit. So, of course, everyone's going to get their money back. But. I think, yeah, you you pretty much inform me. You're like, no, it, it actually had to do with COVID. And it's like, oh, that's yeah. actually so much more logical. Like, that makes sense while at the same time it fucking sucks it and just continues to show. It's like... And everyone can... was, like, so excited, too. Well, what, for the controller or for the... Yeah, refund? for the controller. For the controllers. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, this still seemed like it had a lot of good backing to it. Again, I still don't think I was ready to throw money. I still wouldn't have been. Now, I'm even more like, shit. I wonder how this is going to affect them in the future with this as a concept. The the transparency was there, which is fucking sick. But how, 
you know, this is going to play into the future for when they're ready to start up again. Are people going to feel as comfortable to say, all right, no, let's get the here. Take my money again. I mean, I don't think I don't think anyone else is like going to do anything in the meantime that makes controllers better. I mean, maybe there'll be more like frame ones or boxes readily available, but that's like a small number. That's not going to dent much into two mil. I, I don't disagree with you there, but it's the the concept that people have, especially in this time right now, where COVID is spiking again, and we're about to be entering another lockdown. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I guess. I don't know. I say hopefully. I don't really give a fuck what the other sides might try and say at this point. We need one, and people need to be safer. And so if we are looking to enter another lockdown, money will become tighter for anyone. Um, yeah. especially gamers that are throwing away 90 bucks at a controller. They're not going to. They're going to play the controller lottery because it's cheaper and they just need a new one or they do save that holiday money and say, you know, maybe it is time to learn the box. You know, Pip Squeak's making me nut over here on a on a, his fucking, what, he uses frame run? Frame one? He or just, frame one. I, yeah, I, he's I, over here nutting I, on a frame I, one. I could be wrong. I, I don't, I guess I don't know that Okay. Entirely he, enough to make a motherfuckers on a box. Swift is on a box. He's on a he's on Max a rectangle. On a box. For sure. Yeah, they're he's on a rectangle. rectangle. That's a better one. <laughs> I love that he's on a rectangle. He's on a rectangle. <laughs> they're on they're on the uh the parallelogram uh or fuck no yeah yeah it's parallelogram. Wait, I am saying that right? Okay, it's right, my yeah. my geo- geom- geography Geom geometry. geometry that one you got wrong. <laughs> That one you got wrong. One out of two. <laughs> Fucking hell. It's late. Hey, that's no. a 50. <laughs> Hype that's 50s. But like, I mean, it's the concepts that like people, t- <laughs> fuck, people trying to save their money. It, it's going to become more rampant. So, I mean, granted, they also did say like, yeah, we're not going to hit the December 2022 mark. So clearly they have time to do the rebuilding and like everything yeah. that's going to need to happen for that. It's just so fucking wild that they were able to go this far before finding out that like there's all these issues i guess yeah. to me within the means of production it's like i i ain't ever produced shit i'm not a i'm not a an entrepreneur like that yeah it just blows but, my mind i mean i to be fair it's been under like it was under a month that the kickstarter was out but I mean, they um, but they set up these goals and they had this concept with. But I mean, I mean, something. they can't even they can't even start putting wheels in motion and ordering parts until they know that there's going to be funding. So they're probably like, "Holy crap, we have a lot of funding! Let's start talking to the the people, the producers." And then the producers are like, "Um, I don't true, think so. true." I guess again, my my concern just at the end of the day comes down to like, how much were they prepared? How much did they? I think, like, I think I think they had done what they needed to do. And then, you think? I think so. Okay. It seems like mm-hmm. they were running a pretty good ship with this. I, even I even in the great even in the gracious fall, they still yeah. do what they need to do. I'd love to. I would love to have a conversation with someone that like has like a hundred percent on the insight because I, I I am just curious, not in a way to like put it down. I'm just yeah. very curious into what was the marketing uh, like talk. You know, because they had to talk about this and say, okay, so this is going to be for the Smash community, for GameCube controller users that need these specific things. Um, It's a very, like, fucking, the concept of a controller is not something that's new to anyone for marketing. Yeah. 
like box i think should be enough of a representation to show that if you show if you do something that is uh i don't i don't want to say like turn of the century what's the word i'm looking for here innovative innovative yes thank you you make an innovative product it is going to sell that's to me from not a marketing perspective someone that doesn't know business and marketing like that i know some but not that much that just that speaks to itself because you can just compare against goom wave nez mods you know uh fucking customs in their own cubby mo uh one of my favorites like they sell so much product yeah. It's it's a lot easier probably for them to get it since it's generic Nintendo or GameCube yeah. controller parts, whereas this is all, I guess, like custom done, I guess, right? Like these yeah, are different builds. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess like, yeah, probably there is a difference. I'd just love to I hear a, what they were expecting. I need a, maybe this is something you have some inside. I need a modder. I have like four very good controllers and my brother has a controller that sees some tweaking like some snapback mods some need stick box replaces they've been sitting in bags ready to go mm-hmm. for months uh i don't have it i don't have anyone to recommend i, I just say yeah. jay <laughs> I'll, lo- I'll look around and i don't know maybe maybe him um i've talked like i've talked to some modders a while back but some of them it's like a four-week wait yeah. And which is a while, but part of me is like, I also have a controller that works, so it doesn't really matter if I get on the options. Issue. Yeah. We'll I would definitely sitting, say it's into they're, they're sitting they're sitting in my living room floor right over there now because I was I grabbed a I took off a stick from an old controller for a friend who needed one. Shout outs. Shout outs to the good pals. But I guess as far as like what the future is gonna hold for that, I am excited to see it still. Um, I don't think my my view on that's changed at all. I definitely still want it to happen. I still yeah. want to see this controller. I want to be a, a supporter. I would love to actually give the money. I just still want, you know, what I said before. I would love the testing to be done. I sound like an anti-vaxxer, but like I want more testing. And uh, I'd love to see what they have to say once they're able to come back out. But I think to wrap that up as a point, do you think someone could start doing their own indie design of a controller or do you think it's just way too beyond the realm of I th- doable i think it's too they're like that sort of process reinvents the wheel like i think in terms of game people controllers because it's a whole different physical shape and the rectangle ones. yeah <laughs> yeah I I don't I don't see I don't see anyone coming out in like a unique way like that and doing something. There's already like talks about like would what would be legal and what wouldn't be legal on the Panda controller. Mm-hmm. And I think the only way that things of that were like kind of flying is because Panda seemed like they were game to like talk. Mm-hmm. Whereas like I think if like some random if someone like says someone like Gooms was like, hey, Goom Wave 2.0 has two Z buttons. Right. <laughs> I think that gets shot down immediately. Right. I guess because that's where the other question comes in where it's like, isn't there still some discussion about like some box controllers or box controllers in general? Oh, yeah. Frame, being frame banned? They're actually. So I was talking to I was talking to someone who knows a lot more about this than me. So mm-hmm. so there's still some like uncapped things like frame one. Absolutely busted. Hats really? has some nerfs on the box that make it better but those nerfs don't happen on netplay 
apparently. Those, like, caps don't happen through the emulator by the way that inputs are read. So anyone who's playing on Netplay, no matter what kind of thing, just have, like, totally unhinged, like, do what they want with, like, SDI. There's no SDI limits or things like that. When you go back to land, things like the box have those nerfs. Frame ones do not, which is where things are, like, people are like, wait a minute, because, like, frame ones just, like, still broken online or anywhere and those have still been considered legal yes that's wild yeah someone someone told me that the other day because they were someone that has like been on like the you guys are like going wild because he's a box player Mm -hmm. and we like talked about a little bit and i was like i didn't know that i had no idea i i've seen and like memed about it within like my my friends of the melee hill uh, mm-hmm. court and whatnot like i'll we'll make jokes about it where it's like oh yeah ban the box lol because a friend of mine shouts uh td uh tyler he he plays on a box now and he's actually like kind of sick his fox is like it does some really fun shit with like edge cancels and whatnot and it just he's very he, he's getting very good very quickly with his box um and it's just like some of the shit he does like these these dash forward up tilts that are just like almost instant and, and just a lot of other movement based things are just kind of like, that's literally impossible to do on a, on like a GameCube controller without wanting arthritis like or carpal tunnel or whatever the fuck. Yeah. It, it's just like, dude, so much of this, I, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on it anymore. And it leads me to think like, damn, I, I don't know how much for one of my New Year's resolutions I was like, maybe I will try to compete a little bit more with it. And I don't know if I want to, if boxes are going to be all over the place. I'm just, I'm here to I'm here to get clips and make content through clips. Can we segue into talking about a clip fucking feast? Okay, it's going to be in the description of this fucking video for sure. This man's this fucking was that man's... a cool concept too? That was a beautiful one. Puts out a defensive melee combo video, pops it off because it's not only some sick clips, but it is a sick concept. No one's doing videos like that. Yeah, there's and very, there's very, very few things that yeah. I've seen like that. And I know YCZ has like he's sure. got one of the whole bunch of Samus recoveries, mm-hmm. but this is less about like. This is less about like exploring the meta with Fox, but more of like, here's how doing playing defensively can benefit you. Because one of the yeah. one of the biggest things that I've come to realize with melee is that if I can live one more time, my punish game is good enough that <laughs> that can be a huge issue for you. Yep. So if I just get really good at ledge teching, doing this tech, doing this kind of thing, and I get another chance at life and i get another combo on you it's like you're done, done. i've you're been done. playing around with some like crazy like punishing with like slide off stuff mm-hmm. like there was like in there there was like i slid off like slide off the platform then drift in to get a drill wave shine up smash yep, yep. And, like, i actually i saw sick i saw ibdw practicing stuff like that except I think what he was practicing was mid percent Fox on Pokemon Stadium side plats and he's in knockdown. So like he's in 
in an animation to tech. Yeah. Right. And Marth does like short hot up air into immediate up tilt. And he he SDIs the up air out. So he avoids the up tilt and then goes in for a grab up throw up air. And I was watching that. I'm like, what? There's an uncle punch for that. Well, I guess that's I think that's what he was using. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. It's nuts. I'm like, how in the fuck? Do people yeah, even that's, think that's, to do that's that? That's where I was. That's where I got the idea. I was doing that uncle punch thing, mm-hmm. and I was like hanging in Discord. And I, was, I was like, I was like, is there a way I can like punish other than grab? And I was like, if they're close enough, I can. So you have to input out like down or like down and away, and then like out or whatever on the C stick, mm-hmm. and then after that input goes in, drift back in to get the drill and connect the drill before you land. See. It's sick. It's oh. sick. I got I got a clip the other day and I like wave dash down and it goes into like a wave shine up smash. Just like off the rip before they could punish. It's like that stuff to me is so cool. Cause it is. That's that's the stuff like with all the combos and all this. I love combo game. I love seeing people. There's still people that do it and like mm-hmm. make it seem fresh. But things like that are just so cool. Whenever Absolutely. I'm like on commentary. One of the things that I like to point out is that the evolution of the defensive game in melee, absolutely, is so big, and that and that's kind of where <laughs> I got that idea. Also, shout outs to my brother. I made so I had pulled all the clips for that already, and my brother was over, and he was like actually going to like little ultimate weekly, mm. and he like was really tired, so he like fell asleep on my couch for like an hour, <laughs> and that's when I made that video and posted it on Twitter. Just, he like he like woke up. He, up he like woke up, and I'm like, "Hey, check this out! I think I'm gonna like put it on Twitter." <laughs> Come look at this video for me. It's great. Yeah. No, but I mean, it it's insane. Like trying to watch these type of things, which is uh, another great thing to talk about here today. And that's just the concept of entertainment and edutainment when watching certain things, whether it's gaming, whether it's just people uh like showcasing talents things like that i think a fun concept to kind of dive into that we've we've talked about before here is the concept of why why we watch the people that we watch you know when we go either online when when you know you used to have television you know what it is that leads you to watch these type of things and i think i just somewhat kind of touched on like one concept within cody's streams and yeah. it was that I'd never really seen people practicing that because to me, I I don't know much about the uncle punch stuff. Um, I know it's the a, an amazing practice mod. I've never used it myself, um, but I'd be very interested to. And I know if I am actually going to try and pursue competing a little bit more, maybe I should probably uh, use that. But watching Cody, it's just like I know he's an incre- uh, incredibly talented player, so I wanted to see what he was up to. And that's one of my biggest things. So, Dan, for the for the for the viewers that aren't bless you for the viewers that aren't as Thanks. adept, where do you watch Cody? I watch Cody at twitch.tv slash ibdw. What? Well, what? What is Twitch? Explain oh. that for for our for oh, our broader good. audience. I have some. That's I have fair. some 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 broader audience members. You know, the Baker's dozen. Has some <laughs> essentially. Uh, I mean, Twitch TV, Twitch TV on the uh, www is um, it's a really <laughs> it's a really great website where uh, it's owned by our Lord and Savior Jeff Bezos, who provides us with content like I steal five dollars from him every month. 
Prime. Prime. Well, you don't steal it. He, it's like you're paying for it. Don't say that part. It feels, no, like, right. I, it feels like I'm robbing. I'm like Robin Hood. I like Sh- take from Jeff Bezos and two fifty goes to a streamer. Shout out Hassan Abi on Twitch, who I think he, his little dog emo. Anytime it pops up, it says sub to me and use Jeff Bezos's money to get back at him or something like that. And it's like, yeah, pretty much. But- um but we were talking about content. So like Twitch, yeah. watching people play games online, that is most of the content I watch these days. I don't oh, 100%. really watch I don't really watch many like Netflix shows. I never really watch movies. My friend's like, Oh, you should like watch all of the Avengers movies or something like that. Yes, yes, I am that friend. Yeah, and it's so worth it. Did you not see the new Spider Man? No, I haven't seen the new Spider Man. I haven't seen the new Spider Man. I've seen like one Spider Man movie in my life, man. Do you mean the Spider-Mans are so good? I just watch Twitch and YouTube. Yeah, go watch spider man oh, <laughs> That's all I watch. God, I, See, like, I, here's the thing. If I, like, put something like that on, you know I'm 100% playing, like, RuneScape and AFK on the side, <laughs> so I'm not even going to get it all, right? I I, I do the same. Uh, during Halloween, Callie and I watched uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I think, or, or the horrifying... It's something... No, it's like the new one, the new oh. Sabrina. It's like, no, it's really fucking good. Um, it was on Netflix. Or the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, I think is what it's called, okay. which is supposed to be like a newer take on Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but like with more modern concepts, and there's a lot of really cool shit in it. Anyway, I loved it. I'd highly recommend it to anyone who's like into just fun little Halloween slash political commentary and, uh, you know, personal society commentary and whatnot. But while we would watch that, I'm over in the corner, either, yeah, I'm either fucking high alking air battle steps or fucking making cannonballs. <laughs> And I'm just like trying to do something to grind some money while we yeah. watch. So I get that, but still, it's so, there's so much fucking good content. The Witcher, there's a lot of good content. Season there's two, a lot of, never seen anything. The Witcher, like I've never. I didn't watch Squid Game. I didn't watch. Ooh, I didn't watch. I, I mean, I never watched Game of Thrones. I. I just didn't. I just that. I never got. I never just like did much. So of Twitch that. because of. So I watched <laughs> Twitch. There's some. See, here's this is this is kind of what I think about with Twitch. So you mm-hmm. think about all those things, mm-hmm. and at one point, I could just watch Tim the Tapman <laughs> for four hours a day, no. and never and never feel like and like always need to be there. Well, hang on, like, hang on. Let's put some respect on it. He's YouTube gaming now. He's now he's Twitch. YouTube. That's not what I I was watching him more. <laughs> In those days, you're right. He's yeah. on YouTube. YouTube. Well, that's gamer. a that's a good point, though. That even right there is a good point because we, as as Twitch fans and Twitch viewers, I know that's where I reside more than anything. I'm working. I, I, and I have almost up. never watch. I have live streams. I will be one million percent honest. I have only ever watched YouTube gaming when Corpse was first on there and played like Among Us twice mm-hmm. with like a few people. I watched that. Yeah. I well, he did it a bunch of times. True, I I'd watched it maybe twice. That was my only time I spent time on YouTube gaming, and then maybe one other time when I think Critical went live okay. on YouTube gaming once a long, 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 long time back. But I think he did it because he was drunk and just like fucking around with his friends or something like that. Yeah, um, I, and I've was, watched I've watched a little bit, but of YouTube I'm, gaming. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Well, Dr. Lupo has like a build against cancer stream every year. Oh, and now he's that. on YouTube and I watch that right there. But like I used to watch every once in a while courage, but I just, yeah, his, that content isn't really what I watch anymore. I've like, 
faded away from like the shooters and things. The forehead and the and the uh, fucking escape from Tarkov and yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, I get that, like, but that's a, that's a good point. What is it about the type of content, or what is it about the viewer, or or the viewing <laughs> that you're that draws you to a person? Because some people will argue it doesn't matter what they're playing. You know what I mean? It it can. There's some people that. Their their personality, like I think Tim the Tapman is a wonderful example. Tim can be playing something, and like the way his like comedy, and just like his goofiness in most games, I can watch him. Yep, and just watch. I mean, like I never really gotten like Apex, and I stopped caring about Warzone a long time ago. Yep, but like even like Fortnite, I never never took Fortnite seriously. But like if it's something like that, even like a relatable enough. And, mm-hmm. like, I think, like, for me, like, Prime Twitch was, like, it was even, like, after Ninja's Peak, mm-hmm. but, like, watching, like, watching, like, the squad just run yep. down and, like, destroy everyone in lobbies with, like, just, and also that banter, too. Oh, like, it was great. It, it was, was great. it was, it was so good. I agree. With all them. And, I mean, I could watch that, I could watch that for hours and, like, doing things. And you never know what's going to happen. There's so much content that can come out of it. Mm-hmm. It's good. But even let me, I'm just like thinking like, like who do I, I like other people? Out? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess I, I guess I don't watch like this moment as much. Cause like mm-hmm. even Valorant, like I'll watch Hiko once in a while, but like each sure. game, I feel like you have like a guy, you know? Or like a gal or like whoever, whatever pal you have that plays a game that you're like, oh, this is going to go. Like when Matt, when Matt streams Valorant, I'm like, oh, go to it. Yep. I'm always in the stream. Yep. Yep. So it's it's kind of funny that you say that because I actually couldn't disagree more. Um, Really? When it when it comes to a game, that's more of like what I I try to assign my viewing to is the game and then the people in that community. So. But even saying that, it depends on how much I know about the community, right? So for the for like the topic of melee, because this isn't a melee based podcast, if Mango is streaming melee, I'm probably going to turn it on. Oh, but is Leffen streaming melee? Oh, is Levo on today? It was on today. Uh, oh, is Sora streaming now? Oh, that's dope. Is Squid the Cat doing some sick fucking Falcon stuff? That's sick. Oh, is JFlex on now? What's going on? I will tune in to lots of different people playing and just kind of like watch for a bit and just kind of hang out, just like lurk through. Exactly. I'll hang out for a while and just enjoy a different person because to me, every streamer and every competitive gamer is going to have their own oomph. You know, like they've got their own thing to it. They bring something else to it. Exactly, exactly. And so like when I stopped in Cody's stream the other day and I saw him practicing that, I was like, wow, I'm not going to stick around in here. But that was really cool to see him practicing because that makes sense. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to go watch Zane versus Moki or something like that. Like there's there's tons of different avenues and available channels to watch. So I'm going to do that. And the same thing can be said for other games, though, right? Like counter-strike i could watch any any top player uh fucking i don't know if you're familiar with lyric uh l-i-l-i-r-i-k he's one of the bigger like uh um 
variety yeah. streamers of the platform. Um, he's for some reason like just playing Counter Strike now since the beginning of the year, and I tuned into that. He's not very good, but he's I mean he's higher ranked than me right now because I haven't played in forever. Um, but like I haven't watched him Counter Strike this year. <laughs> How many games did you play? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I I downloaded I downloaded Counter Strike once. I've never played a game of Counter Strike in my life. Drew, that was the best answer you've given in all of 2022. <laughs> um, so like I could watch that, or better yet, another easy one is like speed running. So like Mario 64. Another goal I have is eventually to break a 20 minute barrier this this year. And so what am I doing? I'm watching the top runners. I watched. Ouija for a shit ton today. I watched Lunar Jump for a shit ton today. I tuned into Kano. Like, there's there's a lot of different runners. And instead of just watching one, I find it just a bit more interesting to just kind of bounce around throughout the day. I think it just gives you a lot more, I don't know, just entertainment. And I think th- this is this is credit to Twitch mm-hmm. that you and I are such different users on Mm -hmm. the platform but we still have a spot and that's like one of the first i like open my i like open my computer and i open Mm -hmm. instantly it's discord twitter twitch and like youtube yep and i like instantly open those but like twitch is on there because i'm like oh there's usually something i can find right depending on these games or like oh this time i know this person's probably on right and most of the time it is. And that's just a part of these these communities that is just really fun to kind of get into. And I feel like the concept of streaming in itself, it it very much seems like it's it's been something that that has audiences behind it. You know, like people are here. And I think I think also one of one of my favorite things is sometimes like watching someone grow. Yes. And like, I'll yeah. use, I mean, we had him on the show, literal friend of the show, 8VA. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And just watching, because I knew him before, and it was like, he had like very, very little like traction at first, just like doing his thing. But like, there's like so many like regulars in the community now, and like mm-hmm. regular people I see, and like it's good content, and I like, he's very personable and all this, and I'm like, mm-hmm. this is just like, awesome he's another one i'm like always i'm like always in there doing that and it's cool to see like even that like a friend do super well i agree no i couldn't agree more in fact as we talk about people that we know and friends of the show uh shay who's currently uh he's always in a fight to to try and get the undertale world record back um i remember way back when shay and snowy uh snowy y101 another friend of the show they they were kind of going back at it for for trying to get the undertale world record and i think shay had it for a long time and he was just kind of trying to get all the category world records Mm -hmm. i remember watching this man's and he had like maybe 15 to 20 maybe like 40 viewers sometimes so he was pulling a decent audience and things like that but now for the game undertale Something that's been out for a long ass time. People know the game, but but you'd be shocked to hear that there's still a very solid community around it. He's pulling like 300 viewers, like wow. two to 300 viewers while he's trying to grind. And 
it's fucking awesome because he deserves it. The dude, the dude's got a great fucking grind ethic. Like he's pushing himself. He's I think he just got a world record for for one of the categories, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then just his personality is nice. He's always he always seemed very interactive with his chat. Yeah, he just got all chapters glitchless in Delta Rune. He just got the mm-hmm. world record in that. And it's like Dude's dude's super nice. He's really cool. He's also fucking crazy talented at piano. So like nice. dude's so. dude's lit. I I'm happy to see growth in that too. And I think it's it's so cool to see that happen. I agree with you entirely that watching so, those growths are amazing. What do you like to see in a stream? What do I what like, do like to, to see? see? You you're especially as someone you you're you're a little like Larry Lurker. I am a Larry a Lurker. I'm gonna am. pop into twitch.tv slash G, which hasn't gone live in like six months. Dude, you pop in the me stream. Too. <laughs> you pop in the stream and see me going. What are those kind of things that like check what check the boxes in your head to go, this was a good stream? Community engagement. So someone that doesn't just bluntly ignore their chat and give zero fucks about the people that are in there. And entertaining gameplay or entertaining content I, I don't think it's really even all that much um because i've started seeing like even reactionary content can be kind of funny like people pulling up a video and just laughing at it uh shout outs to uh six seconds shizzy uh the god on twitch uh, twitch tv the god g-a-w-d um sick rapper um but also does like just chillins basically like sometimes he's playing games too but most of the time it seems like he's just kind of chilling with his homies and just like watching videos and shit and just kind of like talking shit over the video with like his friends and it's funny like that's entertaining and he talks to his chat and he's got he's got a fun chat base there um i don't know fucking like a majority of smash streamers you know very similar vibe they're playing their game they're fucking good at it they're pretty cool with what they're doing that's sick um and then I think in like a very small area, um, depending on what team is playing, tournaments. Tournaments are just generally, in my opinion, fun to watch. But I cut the chat out. Like, get that shit out of here. I, don't, I couldn't yeah, I don't give a single fuck, unless it's unless it's Smash, where I can just be like, "Oh, that was sick," or like, "Whoa, look at that," and it's not a major. So, like again, example today, Levo was on and just like watching Pipsqueak, watching Solo Battle, like watching some of these guys go at it did you see the result of the european top eight the other day no that was like the top eight was like peach puff ice climbers ice climbers puff chic peach or something was like i'm throwing up it was like top eight and then Nikki tweeted, he's like, oh, this sucks. I could have also been in that and gotten happy with Ice Climbers. <laughs> no, Nikki, no. no Nikki wasn't even in all. it. No cap at all. Nikki's ICs are kind of dope. I saw I saw him post a fucking Twitter clip, and that was nasty. But yes, that, that shit yeah. fucking, oh my yeah. god. The fucking floaties, good lord. But what about you? What about you? What is it that you like to watch and why? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to say a charm is the wrong word. There's something charisma. I charisma. I like whenever I tune into streams, I like I go there for like entertainment. I want it to be something that like makes me happy. You okay. know? 
So for me, like a super like try hard stream isn't always like what I'm looking for. Okay. Kind of the more like lighthearted sort of vibey kind of places. Mm. And some Sometimes I'll go and find any pro Valorant player play. Mm-hmm. But I watched him the tap man when I don't have no idea what game he's playing. Right. Because I'm he ain't there, teaching you I, shit. I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm not watching Tim the tap man to go, wow, that's how I should drop in Warzone. Yeah. Like, Which even sometimes you just pick up on anyway. You just yeah. you just look at it and you go, oh, yo, that was kind of cool. I liked that. Or I wasn't even like trying to learn that. But now I know, you know, it, it can just have that kind of impact. Um. But yeah, it's the 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 cozy vibes. That's what I want to cuz usually I'm not I don't see myself again. I'm busy, I'm doing other things, I'm multitasking. It's very runescaping. Rare, it's very rare that I'm like, "Hey, let me sit down and give 100% of attention to this stream." Oh yeah. No, 100%. Like, almost never happens cuz I'm just I'm just busy like Life is have, hard. If I have an hour to chill, I'm like probably going to be playing a game or like playing melee and having mm-hmm. something on. So having, having just somewhere that I can hang is nice. And sometimes, and I don't know if we want to get down this rabbit hole too much, but like YouTube content too. Sometimes yeah. that's in a very nice consumable package. I, I have, and... if I, if I go to my YouTube, I don't know how much you use this, but if I go to my YouTube watch later, I've got like I don't use watch later. 40 I got like 40 videos on here because there's just a bunch of shit that I've found that. Yeah, it's like YouTube content that I don't want to. I, I, I watch a lot of content and I'm already like um, some some people that I sub to. It's like an instant watch like I mm-hmm. need to like that day. I need to watch it or like yeah. one of the games that I got into a lot last year was Binding of Isaac. Right. And I watch a YouTuber and he puts out daily uploads of runs. And those runs could be like 30 minutes to an hour, even more sometimes if they go crazy near those extra victory laps and things. Okay. But like, but like that's like kind of been incorporated in my day. Like almost every day, at least I will probably, as I'm making dinner, I will have the Sin Victor run, at least the okay. beginning of it on my phone and watch that as I eat dinner. Yep. And then if I'm like, oh man, I'm really into it, I'll like go and put it on my computer when I get back to my computer, or I'll put it on when I go to sleep. Right. Kind of thing. Yep. So it's like, like that's just like, that's something that like even, and again, it's a daily series. I've been probably watching him like daily since, since the new, way before the new Afterbirth or Repentance came out. Mm-hmm. It's been out for almost a year. So I've been probably watching him for a year. Not always watching him the day of, but like right. I pretty much watch every episode. Well, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, those different ways and the reasons that you're watching him from this this perspective, mm-hmm. because I'm sure you're familiar with him. But Shroud, 
yeah. was very heavily known for this same thing, except clearly he was also super fucking talented. He's not yeah. out here explaining every little thing he's doing, but he's very calm, very collected. A lot of people, I think back when he did an interview once, he was even saying like people even just fell asleep to the sound of my voice. Vic- and I'm just like, Victor's like that too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes you can just find these people that are just a calming attitude I'm having a good time hanging out, watching what you're doing, and whether you're winning or losing, just hanging out. If I can have it on in the background, I don't know about you. Clearly, you said you fall asleep to things. You, you'll eat your dinner to things. I'm a fucking obsessive to the point where sometimes if it's a stream and maybe someone's on a really good Mario run or it's a YouTube video that I've been needing to watch, I just fucking... I put that on in my shower. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I just, I have a little ledge area at the top of uh, my shower that like indents. And if I just fold my phone up and put it against the wall, it just sits there and I just listen to it or watch it while I'm going. Most of the time it's like Hassan videos so I can catch up on any news I missed, but things like that, like those types of content, those types of streams. I and, love it. And then this kind of ties back. This, this is how I consume that content. Mm-hmm. I can't watch like a movie. Like say like I need to catch up or like, like oh I should watch every single Marvel movie. Yeah. Like if I'm like watching the movie as I'm like getting ready in the morning, like I'm not going to retain it to the point that people are like oh you need to like take in these things. I guess. Yeah. So I'm That's like, I'm like hey just don't do it. You can watch them going to bed though. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fall bed. asleep if I'm going to bed. Wake to up. I'm gonna hear like I'm gonna get like 20 minutes of the movie. (laughs) So dedicate a little bit of time. That's all I'm gonna say. Just dedicate a little little bit of time. That's where the single player games come in. That's (sighs) this is this is like full circle. That's the only time, the only time where I fully immerse myself in something these days. I think about that now. That's the only time. Because like if even if I'm watching like Netflix or hulu like i gotta watch my bob's burgers on hulu i still have it on one monitor and i'm playing a game i love bob's burgers everyone does yeah but but it's it's the single player games if i'm playing like uncharted or like part of life is strange that's the only time really reflecting now that i'm really just like this is the thing i'm like not even looking at my phone like i'm just immersing myself in this which (laughs) to be fair is the same way that like these movies should be but i just haven't taking a grasp of that all i'm gonna say is just watch the fucking avengers movies dude i'm telling you they're all so fucking good so good this is see i i watched right before covid i watched i never watched all the star wars movies that's fine but like as like a music person john williams and his writing and all the star wars is like so good so the last one came out in theaters i'm like you know what i'm gonna watch all of the star wars so i watched eight star wars movies in like a week and then saw the last one, the new one in theaters. And but I want and my friends like, oh, just do it like you did Star Wars. Like I wanted to watch Star Wars. But I, you don't want to watch the Avengers? What the fuck? Dude, I don't know. Listen, listen, here's all I'm gonna say. The new Spider-Man. I am I am a movie snob. Now, I've, right? I've heard it's very good. I am I am a movie snob and I am a TV snob now, all because of being a communications major. I learned way too much about how movies and TV shows are made. I learned way too much about what is technically considered good acting and bad acting. 
ways that it can be handled, ways editing can kind of help that, but also ways that editing can hinder that. And I'm a huge movie snob now and TV snob to at least my internals. I try not to be external about it all that much when watching things, even just like with Callie or whatever. Every now and again, maybe I'll like nudge her and be like, oh, this was funny. You want to know why? Mm -hmm. Um, Because she didn't care or get it. Um, But I'll find something funny. And Spider-Man No Way Home was by far a, in my opinion, a nine out of ten movie. And I cannot think of the last movie or TV show even that I have rated that high. I'm watching The Witcher right now with Callie. We we watched all of season one. We're watching season two now because season two just came out. I used to be a huge Game of Thrones snob. I've kind of backed off that a bit because we found out a lot of really gross shit about like the director and the way that they like made female characters do a bunch of shit that was really unnecessary. Um, so now we're trying to give the Witcher a shot. And even this from someone that used to be a game of Thrones, like Stan eight out of 10, I wouldn't even give it a nine out of 10 breaking bad. We talked about that earlier. 8.5 out of 10. Like I wouldn't even give that a 10 out of 10 in comparison to no way home. Maybe I I don't have standards. I like, I like, (laughs) Watch little scenes of Breaking Bad, and I have like those those goosebumps are like there. I'm like back there. I mean, listen, I'm not calling it a bad show. I'm not saying it's not a bad. It's not a good show, but there are more continuity errors and just visual audio things that, as a as a dipshit that I have become because of being a com major, I noticed in that than I did in Spider Man, and. I don't know. I don't know. I am definitely a Spider-Man No Way Home stan after watching that. That movie was incredible. Callie just turned me on to the Avengers movies anyway, like just last year. So I'm fresh with the shits, right? Like I just had my first Chipotle bowl. I'm that fresh into the shits. So I'm just going to, I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to hope this episode somehow blows off in the comment section, just ridicules you to to do this. You get us to what? Get us to like a hundred dollars in patron subscribers, and he'll do it. How about that? <laughs> watch one Spider Man. One no, one. watch all of the Avengers. <laughs> That's the deal. No more Twitch for you. No until more you're... Twitch for me. What if I I gotta follow the group Iron Man content? You know, Drew. I don't. I don't remember saying oh but you can still watch that no no more twitch content no more twitch content <laughs> no more until You're out of there if we get a hundred dollars in patron subscribers then then that's the deal yo you're you're agreeing to it through me that's that's how this is gonna work last thing i want to talk about though concept of solo streamers versus like larger events when it comes to like streaming on twitch do you have a preference or are you someone that really doesn't give a shit and, you know, watching either or brings you satisfaction? What do you. So can I get a little bit more? Do you mean like group like these like there's I know I don't know who they are actually, but there's like a group of people that always stream. There's like a three group die or three guy group that streams like COD or something. Is that what you're thinking about? Or are you talking about 
No, like a tournament versus like a solo oh. streamer just having a good old day or um, or like an event. So like TwitchCon or yeah, um, a Rocket League tournament. It depends on the thing. Yeah. It depends on what it is. I don't watch Rocket League streamers really anymore. Yeah. Um, a lot of the they're all so good that like watching ranked play after a while just feels the same. Okay. Like top end ranked play. Not that I know enough about the game to really be able to say differentiate things, but like mm-hmm. there's not really anything on the line. Okay. It doesn't, it doesn't hit as much as like so watching, watching RLCS and watching right. like the actual things with storylines and all this build up. Do you think um, the team being in a part matters all that much? Or can you kind of say, I don't give a fuck who the teams are. I just kind of want to see I, the play. I can see the play for like RLCS and okay. Valorant. I've come around to that too. Okay. At first I was like, I mean, I'm still like a big hundred thieves fan. Right. But at the beginning I was like, Oh, hundred thieves is out. Like, no thanks. And I was like, Wait a minute, <laughs> there's some like really good. And I like understand enough about Valorant. Just like conceptually to be like, Oh, this is how this team plays different. That's kind of mm-hmm. cool. Gambit waits until 30 seconds left of the round to execute on a site every time. And somehow they do well with that. Mm-hmm. And like things like that are cool. So I'll watch a lot more. I'll, I'll wa- I feel like I end up watching a lot more event stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even Melee. I don't. I don't know the last time I like really watched like a mango stream. Like that, but I'm like mm-hmm. watching a lot of Summit. There's some, yep. there's something about like stuff being on the line that adds a lot more to it for me. I think I agree. Also, like narratives are like really cool. Yes, and, like everyone's good at spinning good narratives. Narratives in production to me, it, it always seems really, really cool. I I don't even remotely understand how when a big event for a community is going on, independent streams are happening for the same game. It blows my mind when a major is happening for Smash, right? Like Summit is happening. How anyone else is streaming and pulling like any amount of viewers blows my mind because those events so well produced, so well organized in a lot of cases, at least I won't speak for every single one, but a lot of organization goes into it. And then the event itself is sick. The tournament yeah. is sick. The The matches are sick. Maybe like a day one or day two. Sure. But like as soon as top eight's going, right? When, yeah. When was the last time there was a tournament that had all like really good players that you're like, oh, that was a flub or like not a good one. The only thing I can think of in recent memory is just that grand finals at Genesis. I think where didn't Mango get like absolutely destroyed by armada in like 3-0 like the most pathetic set you've ever seen oh was that was that genesis 4 or maybe later than that it might have been five but again i don't think wow genesis was a very poor tournament because of that i just remember that grand finals was kind of meh but that's still still i wasn't like oh that wasn't a good event kind of thing right always so good genesis 5 was uh was the plop club um oh. genesis 4 however armada won that um and I'm, the bracket it was just like bango had like run out of gas or i don't remember exactly what happened but it was like oh i like didn't need to watch that grand finals but yeah, like it was that, 3-0 3-0 grand finals again it was the 
one time in all of like melee majors that I've watched that I could think of a moment in like a top eight that was like, oh, but it wasn't like, oh, it was run poorly or anything like that. Right. Um, God, that, what, what that's actually you? a really like, hard question. That's hard to think of something that I think was a tournament that was just kind of ran shittily. The, the only one, and we talked about this when we talked about commentary, was that spring series Rocket League thing. Yeah. With the weird format and then Landon Donovan having no idea what was going on. That is yeah. actually the only one that I can think of that I was like, wow, this flopped. Yeah. I I feel like I can't. I can't really think. Oh, no. You know what I can think of? The Valorant LAN with online. Uh, the Valorant online LAN. That's the only thing that I can think of that flopped. A lot of tournaments have well, been that doing didn't even, really that well. Didn't make, that didn't even make it all the way through because it got people got COVID. There you go. People, a lot of people got COVID at Worlds, too. That was like a problem. Yeah. Just further further emphasis i don't know if you could have just heard that there's just a siren going i heard it this time not the first nah, time <laughs> oh boy the fucking car accidents happen outside here all the time but yeah i mean i feel like tournaments have been doing really really well in terms of just kind of making sure production's a bit more on point making sure that you know at least the gameplay is there i know scheduling can suck but you know, things like incompetency behind a commentary for top eights and top 16s seems to be way, way less. Storylines are being followed. Players are making it out or competing at the very least, especially given COVID. And uh, I don't know, I guess where things go from here, I just hope to see it kind of stay that way, where safety and health is put at a forefront. And, you know, we continue to have those good narratives. If there's one thing I want to close us out with, unless you have anything you want to add, what I was going to say is, and this is impromptu, I know this wasn't on our rundown, but I just thought about this. If you could name someone that you would consider an unknown streamer or someone that's like a bit more on that lower echelon, like not a partnered streamer that more people should know about, who would you say? And if you need a minute to like look into it, I don't blame you. Um, but who would you think? Um, you go first. No. <laughs> I mean, if I were to try and think of anyone right now, um, I mean, this might, this might be a little bit, a little bit based, a little bias, you know, a little, a little here and here and there, but it's going to be our boy, young wild fuego. I mean, the, the dude's, a grinder. He he pushes his ass super fucking hard in like any game that he's putting putting the time to. Um, he's always been a homie to me. He's always been a homie to people that are homies with him. I I think he deserves a lot more recognition than he has right now. And I don't know. I would love to see him accomplishing a lot bigger things. And I think having a stream that allows him to build more off of that would be a great first step so i would i would say our boy our boy fuego he's got some he's also got some like very good content that like flies a little under the radar yeah like he had like this did this like radiant explains little Mm -hmm. series he did i remember that that was like it was like super digestible 
super super explained where someone like me who's like bad silver player mm-hmm. can understand what was happening and like could take something out to make me a better player absolutely and like that that stuff is like seeing that kind of stuff is like super cool i agree i'm like i was like scrolling through my follows yeah trying to see um i'm i don't i don't know i have okay. i have i have biases but i mean I think, clearly mine was a bias too but yeah i mean yeah i'll shout him out i'll i'll shout out 8va yeah again. He's that's a good one friend of the show but just so just i don't know i mean and it could be you could be someone finding this like whoever they watch but just like he's been like getting pbs and like he like broke a big milestone and broke the 18 minute right yes he did and like seeing those accomplishments and just seeing all the excitement of that and then to he did that and he's like all right i stopped working on that game for now i'm now i've got that goal i'm back to doing crash team racing and watching this and then he's like hey and i mean and again it's one of those things that like i i never had that much like i can't say that i cared about Wii music when i first started seeing him (laughs) stream it and like now i do or like crash team racing i now at this point famously hate because ripper is a little hell spawn but like i'll watch his streams i'll conveniently go to the bathroom after one of his races about nine minutes into the run and then i come back like 15 like five minutes later and then i continue watching so convenient so convenient i'll like say it too i'll be like oh um hey he's like gotta it go happened to yesterday i was like i gotta go to the no i was like i gotta go walk my cat or something <laughs> <laughs> gotta, go, gotta go water my cat be right back and he's like he's like that's convenient you did the last lap of this race you said that i was like yeah duty calls <laughs> but just like oh, it's just like God. like also he did i think i talked about this when he was here he did like a like a speed run bingo yeah with, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. A, with a crash thing and that was like the coolest content i had like been and i was like so that was a time where i was like i had to fully engage in the stream so i could like participate in the bingo i love that i think that's something i want to do one day i want to do that someday where like i find a very rng heavy game and just make a bingo card out of it and just like play it i I bet you could do like a net play bingo i know golden guardians had a video about like net play bingo i was in that video did i tell you that i was in a golden guardians video no you didn't tell me that i was in a golden Guardians video they had a net play bingo and they had to each go around and like do different things on the board and yeah. one of them was to get your opponent to taunt you and i queued up with e zane and you taunted him no oh he taunted he killed you. me he taunted uh. me trying to get me to taunt back and i was like this is a very good player i'm going to try to kill him and then he's like, no, he's not a memer. And then he quit no, out. <laughs> he just fucking quit out. Because because he was trying to go for the taunt. He's like, I'm not getting it with this dude. I got to go on. Front of the so show, you, Zane, one, becoming an enemy of the show. There's one of them. And, it's, and it's, it says it says Drunga. People like reached out to me. They're like, hey, you're in this Golden Guardians video. That's like, so no funny. Way. 
<laughs> that's amazing. I'm gonna find that, and that's gonna be in the description. They have good Actually, that's a shout out. Golden Guardians. Golden Guardians melee Twitter has some very good content. Okay. There's, there's some like ideas that I've like had because a while ago I was like, there's no good melee content like on YouTube for a while. Mm-hmm. It was right. just sort of like some of like turned down for also like little documentary things. And right. That was like it. And now there's a lot more in Golden Guardians. Like like they've done like a bingo. They do those melee jeopardies. Yep. They have like a melee sounds guessing game, like iconic moments. And you get like pictures of the characters. And you have to know what tournament it was from. Yep. Good stuff in there. Yeah. No, they do. They do their shit and they know what they're doing. I just hope to see it continue and not become like another last stock legends or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good, a good closer outer shout outs to all the names that we fucking dropped today. I feel like we just kept name dropping everything and shout out to Spiff and biggest shout outs to sponsor the episode and sponsor the show now. And I guess we'll just kind of phrase it that way. They're a friend of the show. They're a bit more than a friend of the show, you know. We 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 got we got a little bit of something nice going on. Where just don't forget, Baker's dozen. Use that code at checkout. Get ten percent off your fucking sexy order and post photos. Hell, if you use our code, post some photos of it. We got we got a Discord that if you join the Patreon, post some bangers in some of the outfits that you get, or post them on Twitter. I don't give a shit. Share them around. Let them know who sent you because they're gonna want to know. They're going to want to know spiff.space, baby. You don't even have to do. That's another fun part. If I can shout out anything about them, you just go to the interwebs, the www, and you just type in spiff.space, and it'll get you to the website, baby. All that easy. And of course, you know, always got to make sure that you buy the stuff. Use the coupon code. As I said, Drew, what is it? Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen, not the Baker's Dozen. Baker's Dozen, baby. Follow him on Twitter, uh, at Spiff Space as well. No dot for that one, just Spiff Space, S-P-I-F-S-P-A-C-E. Again, website, Spiff, S-P-I-F dot S-P-A-C-E. Definitely make sure you do that. And then also follow us or, or what? yeah, I think it's follow us on Spotify. I think that's how that works. You follow yeah, you podcasts. Follow Spotify. Yeah, so follow us on Spotify. You know, give us some listen. The audio listeners, we love you as well. The visuals, we love you as well. At YouTube on ours here or mine, I guess. But you know, we sharing all the love here. And then Patreon.com/slash Baker's Dozen. I think that's all I've got to shell for this one here. I think. Uh, I think we got it. I think we're good. So tune in next week. We're gonna have another fun, full flavored episode coming at you. And uh, then we're gonna only be one donut away, baby. One donut away from that dozen. Baker's dozen. One more. One season of Baker's dozens coming to a close. But thank you guys again so much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye. I need a hot key for this. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>